You're listening to LifeCraft, a podcast about how you can live a well-crafted life. Now, here are your hosts, Jose and Cindy. Hi, everyone. It's so great to be back on the podcast. This is Cindy. Hi, since This is Jose, and welcome back to our audience. Right. It's just so great to be able to, you know, talk to everyone and have this chance to share uh, what we have in store for today, you know, and I find it to be a very exciting topic. Jose, would you like to share it with us? Yes. To, <laughs> this uh, Today, we're going to talk about living that diversified life. Yes, a diversified life. Yes. It's like having a life portfolio. You yes, know? <laughs> where which where where it comes from? Uh, right. I, well, we sort of invented this term, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you know how, like when you're investing or when you have, you know, stocks or or you know a company or a group of companies, people are talking about having a diversified portfolio, where yeah. you have, let's say, companies coming from different industries, so that if one industry goes down, then you're assured that you have, you know, uh, another. Uh, other companies that will keep you afloat and same with right. in, same same with investments too where you 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 invest in different industries and again if one industry goes down then then you yeah. sort of have other funds which which will help you sort of at the end of the day have a really good return so yeah, yeah. it's like uh, it it ends up balancing your assets and your investments somewhat like if one is down then there's another one to catch it or that diversification you know it may not in, you know ensure that everything is always like positive but at least you have what we call backup and you yes. know, it's about balance a balance of different investments yeah. that way you have like a a plan a or a plan b and you know, you can still yield returns from others when the others are not um, giving anything back. Yeah, but we were so, saying that diversified yeah. life. So how do we apply this now to life and probably in the context of what we do in LifeCraft, Cindy? Yeah, um, in LifeCraft, we talk about how we can have different life scenarios. And in those scenarios, we really cancel, a, let's say, for example, I imagine this particular life as part of a dream that I really want to, for instance, fulfill for myself and how I see myself. And let's say this doesn't work out. We, we proposition that they present another life scenario. And we let's say that life is not, you know, fulfilled at all the previous one that you know I was like hoping I would achieve which has already happened in reality right like we I've put like certain expectations on myself about the different areas of my life and living those that life um, that I wanted and let's say things some things didn't work out I readjust and then I discover that hey I could actually live another kind of life and right. so but it doesn't about, mean Sorry, yeah. Cindy, but it doesn't mean doing it one after the other. You can actually, no. what we're no. saying is yeah. you can actually pursue multiple life scenarios or yes. multiple multiple interests at yeah. the same time. 
Correct. In fact, people can go to from one to five, six, as many as you want, and then start exploring, getting your feet dirty, trying to check out, hey, what is this life like, you know, or what kind of uh, experience can I get from this particular um, person that, or I guess this particular path that I'm pursuing. Like, I remember how when I was uh, working for my dad fresh off uh, college. I worked for the family business. While I was working for my father, I I wanted to really um, pursue my master's degree. And I also, in the process, as I enrolled myself in my master's course, I was tapped by one of my professors to teach. Yeah. And that's where I discovered... And, and you were taking yeah. up literature right yes yeah, taking a master's in uh, master of arts and language and literature yeah in english language and literature and it was then that i discovered that um you know i was teaching and i was doing some um uh, some demos f- as part of the class and one of my professors my mentor dr isagani Cruz, said hey come here i'd like to meet with you and then he said here's the book you're teaching on monday <laughs> And I wow. said, what, what day is it? It's Saturday. <laughs> he goes, well, at least you have a day ahead of all what? your students. Anyway, you know this. And, you know, I yeah. actually, before before I, I really, this is like teaching in university. But before that, I was already teaching in the Center for English Language Learning. I was teaching uh, conversational English to foreign students. I had Hungarians. I had Japanese, Chinese, Korean students wanting to learn English. And that was already something I was doing on the side. But it was like on a, like every like just for a season, you know, but this one is like, hey, you know, we really want to hire you as a lecturer. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. And so I said, sure, because I was passionate about art. It was art appreciation. And I was going to teach it in Filipino. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and so I explored that. And as I was teaching, being a student with my master's, running the family business with my dad and my sister and my mom and my family. Um, and on the side, I was also writing articles for real estate paper. And I was also commissioned to write some an article for Cosmo. <laughs> I was nice. doing several things at the yeah. same time. And I yeah. just kept saying yes. And I, I had a lot of fun. But also I discovered that, hey, you know, I don't need to be just um, in on one path or one career path. I can pursue a lot of things at the same time and enjoy it. How about you, Jose? Well, I, well, for me, it sort of wasn't like that. Well, mm-hmm. I've always been, until recently, but I've mm-hmm. always been just having sort of like one a one job, one career type of thing. Uh, yeah. But I, I like after college, I started. I worked for a little bit. Uh, but then I started teaching, and then after teaching, yeah. I went to um, to a, a multinational company and sort of followed the corporate life, and basically had yeah. a single job all throughout. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah. I did. But in terms of evolving and in terms of changing, I did change a lot. Even though uh, I used to joke a lot that uh, even though I might have the same job title, like the job within that title changed 
within the year. Like every year, I would actually be doing something different. Yeah, and, I know this. You're yeah. always, you're always, always the one who starts like new business or gets involved in a new, um, a new project, a new, or new, project. A new initiative. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's always you. You're always in that yeah. space. They always bring you there. In fact, right. you traveled a lot as well and worked in different countries. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yes, I did, and I and I love it. I mean, it, this yeah. is this is something which every time there was something new, yeah. Uh, it was something that I would embrace and say, I would normally raise my hand and say, okay, if you want something tested, if you want to try something something out, I'd be the one to volunteer. Even though I knew there was a chance of failing, <laughs> but I was yeah. actually okay with it, with the, with failure because I would say at least I tried. And I didn't realize yeah. uh, this is all hindsight. At that time, I didn't really think about it. In my mind, I just wanted to do something different. Yeah. And yeah. same here. It was like from that experience of being, you know, writing and talking. And, you know, normally I, I'm also asked to host certain events by family and friends. And then a friend invited me to host a particular event. And then uh, my neighbor, who's a designer, Frederick Peralta. <laughs> He yeah. said, Cindy, can you model for me for this yes. particular uh -huh. um, show? Yeah, I remember, show. I remember the photos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he, he, he actually said, try this on and then join me. And I was like right there. And oh my goodness, I was going to be the finale for, <laughs> for, for the show. It's my first time to do ramp. Wow. And, you know, um, I was like, whoa, but I was really happy that I did that because then I started doing more modeling projects. I was doing a lot of print and also uh, ramp modeling, which I never thought I would be doing, but I did. And it was just part and parcel of uh, what I was involved in. I was still teaching in La Salle. <laughs> I was still helping my dad. And at one point, um, because of my research and my thesis for my master's, I decided to work um, with the Tingyans of Abra, um, putting together their oral literature and making that my thesis. So while I was doing all that, I also explored going living in the mountains and really uh, doing this research for about three years. Um, so while I was doing all kinds of stuff, like, you know, Jose, like you, you, you would travel and work. And me also, it was like, I was just really uh, connecting with the parts of me that I felt like I wanted. What made it so connected, everything as I was doing was, I just felt like I wanted to try this. I wanted to do this. But also, I was also happy to do it. Like there was a hidden why behind everything that I was doing. Yeah. That's so, cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I was just, I was just yeah. thinking about... Yeah. Like now, my sort, my life sort of changed where I, I don't really work full time. So I teach and then I help farmers get their products yeah. to market. And, and even the subject that I'm teaching, which is future thinking, although there is a methodology, it allows yeah. me to look at different industries and different areas of study. So depending yeah. on the, the profile of my students, I'd actually change my sub, how I'm teaching the subject based on, based on my, my learners, my students. Yeah. And, then, and then, of course, we have LifeCraft and <laughs> I have another startup and I'm going to put up another startup yeah. that's, that's already in the works. 
and 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 I love it. I I love having this freedom to be able to do the things which I love to do. Although I must say that I'm earning much less now compared yeah. to what I was earning before. But yeah. I'm also uh, you know, I'm also a lot happier and and what I also discovered is things just the abundance, the money, they, they just appear magically. <laughs> yeah, they follow. Yeah. They follow, they follow. Yeah. yeah. To me at the time when I, I can really relate to what you're saying, Jose, because all throughout the time that I was teaching, I was working uh, for the business, I was really learning when I look back um, and, you know, I just kept doing everything that was coming my way. I realized that it led me to where I am as well today. Like, because I just kept, um, I didn't just go with the flow. And it wasn't always easy. I mean, it's, it's never really easy. It's easy in my heart to accept that, hey, I'm going to take on this project. And I always take like humongous projects. Like, <laughs> right. For some reason, I'm attracted to what is the hardest thing to do? And then, yeah, let me do that. <laughs> yeah. I'll do that. <laughs> and then like my thesis, they were saying, Cindy, this could actually really be a PhD. You know, this is already a dissertation what you did. And I said, well, yeah, but I could not discount the fact that I wanted a certain kind of output and I derived joy from that. And um, if I were to look back uh, in grade school and in high school, I was always involved with the drama club. And in church, I was always in theater every week, you know, churning out uh, whether I was part behind the scenes of production or acting on stage. I was developing going to the stage, you know, because when I was very young, I was really scared of people and putting myself out there but now here i am doing yeah. the work who, of, who knew yeah. who would have thought right <laughs> who would have thought yeah and, uh cindy to be a shy i know girl. <laughs> i Seriously. would never have believed yeah i was always, I was always bullied <laughs> that, you're, you know? that you're shy <laughs> yeah and and i was really shy but now like you know i really talk to strangers i love getting to conversations with people and i'm really missing that with you know with how we are but more importantly i saw that um coming out of that um that whole series of being in the academe um, and learning from my father as my mentor in business i went to the mountains and when i came back um, i started my own company um, which I built for the past couple of years. It's still around. It's been around for 18 years and I'm very proud of it. But also yeah. I studied other, I mean, I got into other businesses that were not necessarily connected to, you know, education and training. I have, uh, I got into catering, a catering and food business, got into trading, which I had experience with my father. But what I want to tell our audience is that I just, I looked at the opportunities and I said to myself, hey, why not? And then I would step into it. And I saw, I think that the reason why I was able to diversify was I just felt like, hey, why not? And let's give it a shot. But also, what are my qualifications? You know, like, what is it about me that could actually take on this multi-passionate lifestyle? <laughs> Because I'm not just always doing one thing. I'm always doing several things at a time. And it's always been me. So I said to myself, uh, it reminded me of this, you know, saying, jack of all trades, master of none. What do you think of that saying, Jose? 
Yeah. Can I share a secret? Go, go. <laughs> so, when in my early 20s, yeah. uh, I went to a fortune teller. Okay. And and she was saying, oh, this is going to happen, blah, blah, blah. She, was, she did like, she read my palm and she did stuff with the, some cards and so on. And she really was quite nice. And and one of the things that really stuck with me, she, she had a lot of bombshells in that. Some of them actually happened. Not to say that, you know, it's probably true. I don't know. It, she, she could have guessed lucky. But one of the things that really stuck with me was she was saying, you know, you, you're not, you're going to lead a, a, a life that where you're going to be a jack of all trades and a master of none. Mm-hmm. And and when I first got that, I said, "Oh, why would she say that?" And and at that time, and even up to now, when when you hear that phrase describing a person, you sometimes attribute it as a negative characteristic. Like yeah. you're so like you're everywhere but nowhere, mm-hmm. or you're you're you dabble in so many things, but. What are you really achieving? So, yeah. So that was sort of I was sort of afraid of that. I said, "Oh, I don't want to be a jack of all trades." Um, but move fast forward to twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am now. You know, after having lived through basically a one job type of life. Yeah. Although I I have been changing what I do and not being afraid to change what I do and where I live and the kind of life I was living, but I never, I only had the guts to actually do it since the beginning of this pandemic. Uh huh. Probably yeah. by partly by choice, but also by necessity. Yes. Where I had to, there were a lot of people that needed help. Even for me, like personally, I wanted to learn now so many. I was at that stage of my life. Uh, I think I went through midlife crisis. Yeah. <laughs> and I was saying, you know, in my old life, I was I was asking myself, is this everything that that could is this is this all that there is? Mm-hmm. Uh, is this everything that I could? Oh yeah, that the, question. The yeah, that question, right? Yeah. And, and I was, and I told myself, no, this is not everything. This is, I, I, and and uh, lucky enough, but they also made that that choice. So I think it's both a combination of luck and also being, you know, being at the right place at the right time, but also being open to take on and having, and and sort of facing the fear of doing something totally different. Yeah. So now I'm in that position where, yeah. like you, like where you've been. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also now in that position where I'm doing multiple things at the same time, yeah. and I'm totally okay with being a jack of all trades. Yeah. At this point. And you know, Jose. And, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Finish your idea. Yeah. Yeah. Finish yeah. Your thought. And and I really look up to, of course, people who have focus. Nothing wrong with that. If oh, you yeah. found your passion and your heart is into it, I think that's great. Right. But there are also other people, and I've discovered myself to be one of those, where it's all right to have multiple sources of passion. As you said, multi-passionate, multi, multi-hyphenate. Yes. So there, there are people who have actually made 
uh, made themselves a success by doing different things. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, when I think about the returns, right, this is, you know, when we're coming from having a diversified portfolio now connecting it with a life portfolio. It's like what you were talking about earlier is that it can come from multiple sources and, you know, our happiness and our fulfillment comes from various sources if we think about it, right? And, you know, we have our work life, our personal life, relationships, spirituality, um, all the different aspects of what makes us. And, you know, these these areas of our lives yield, you know, th- there's a return, right? From, from all of them and it completes this diversified life of ours. And so who are we to say that really jack of all trades, master of none? I'd like to challenge that master of none because for me, I learned that <laughs> me as a jack of all trades, sure, I love learning from zero. And then when I get to master it, I shift to something else. <laughs> I yeah. feel like, okay, I've learned that. That's great. And then I get into learning other things or just tapping into other things that I discover within myself that I want to do. And I remember you talking about that shift, you know, that just earlier when you said your midlife crisis. And I feel like the past couple of years, I've been going through that. And a lot of things happened uh, also personally, where I had to turn to, I mean, the past since, you know, 2009, I was already tapping into my intuition and, you know, looking deeper. I always ask myself, is this what I should be doing? I'm one of those people. And I felt like I was being led to uh, helping more people in different ways. And I was discovering um, about, you know, how there are different ways to heal oneself. And so I got a mentor whom, you know, Tita Moy, and I met her through you. <laughs> and yeah. she she's someone that I learned from. And then over the years, I discovered that when life threw me a lot of curveballs, um, I had to go somewhere and look at different modalities to help heal myself emotionally physically mentally and spiritually and I discovered that I learned those so I could also help others and so when I turned that pain into power and I know it's cliche but I have to tell you um, it's what's motivating me even today what I'm doing right now being an intuitive coach being a corporate coach uh, doing still training still teaching still mentoring but more importantly Jose it's about just joyfully seeing people fulfill their infinite potential and life craft. Oh my goodness. It's just such a dream come true for me to be able to work with you on life craft, because I see that that is something that everybody is needing and we both went through it and we still continue to go through it. And it's so personal to me. And I feel like it allows me to live really this diversified life because life craft is that, sacred space to do that to allow and really discover and everyone who's listening out there if you want to discover the diversification of your life you know and it doesn't necessarily have to be just a career it could be you know your health um your family right um your pockets of joy um your personal life and work life all of these things put together is your portfolio and I, yeah, I feel like so connected to to what we are doing with Lifecraft. Yeah, and I think one of the great things too of having, you know, being a jack of all trades is if you're you the your your experience and learnings in one area in one trade can actually be applied and 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 enriched other areas of the trade. 
So one of the things that I discovered is, let's say with my startup, the things I learned from that startup, I actually applied to and use that experience in my teaching. And some of the lessons that I learned in my teaching actually used for another aspect of what I was doing, helping the farmers. And and my experience in helping the farmers uh, actually contributed to what we do in LifeCraft. And what I'm doing in LifeCraft, what we're doing in LifeCraft also helped me with this uh, community that I'm building of of Australia alumni uh, here in the Philippines. So, and all of these things would not have been possible if if I was just looking at one. I mean, Mm -hmm. the the network of people that I get to work with and meet and have good relationships with would not have also been possible if I didn't really go and have this diversified experience. Yeah, you Uh, know, yeah, it's amazing. And I agree. I mean, it's like, I remember when I was doing my, thank you for sharing that because seeing that connection, you know, connecting the dots, like when I would do my personality development and image enhancement classes, I would teach people to, I'd help them, like I'd look at them, style them, you know, brush their hair, fix their hair, teach them how to put makeup, male and female. Of course, the, the guys, um, I had to like the cert- there was a separate session for them for their own hygiene and look and then the women were also separate and um I remember how looking back the modeling <laughs> experience actually helped me help them walk you know teach them some aspects and even theater of the behind the scenes you're right about that that the the skills that I developed uh in production also helped me with producing all these learning events and the main business that I had for the past 18 years and even now, right? <laughs> so they're all just, you're right. They they overlap and they continue to evolve and I think help us expand. And we are able to apply what we learn from one into the other. And yeah. um, I love that. I love how the impact is huge and it connects us to our center, Jose. Like you, by just sharing what you have been doing, I feel like you're just really living the life <laughs> that you want to live. And you said earlier that it doesn't necessarily mean that your income your income increases, but there's a lot of fulfillment that's going on there. That's true. The The other thing, though, is you know, there there are also some things that you have to be careful about when you choose to do more than one thing. Yeah. Is being also being very careful that number one, you don't burn yourself out. Yeah. Uh and and being able to take care of yourself and being able to say no, that's one. And then also being able to manage your time because there really is a tendency, especially if you're doing different kinds of stuff, to be to be scattered or to be all over the place. Yeah. So if so you you have to be able to balance that with a certain level of discipline, you know, being smart about how you know you schedule your priorities. And there are different, you know, there are different ways of doing that. There's a lot of really good books and resources in terms of how you can manage your time. And 
And I think the key thing there, aside from the tools, is what you said, which is being very clear about your purpose. Because if you have, you're clear about your purpose, and I have, you've read my purpose, Cindy. It's yes. like one whole page of, <laughs> of, of what I want, what I stand for, right. and what I want, my contribution. Um, that helps to sort of put everything together in terms of even though I might be doing different things and they may not be really related, but they're all towards one purpose. So I Indeed. think that's a, that's a, that's a thing for the sort of that's a tip or something that I, I want to share to, to you and to our audience. Yes. Yeah, so I say, in fact, you know, all the stuff that you shared, that's right. People should really watch out for that. And also, I guess also knowing, I, I think one of the things I wanted to add to those, to the tips that you've given, which are all brilliant ones, it's communication and connection, which is communicate with those that you work with. Like for instance, you're involved in several organizations or initiatives, it's really important to have a clear uh, communication with them uh, simply because it will help you really uh, get to a place where you can agree on certain things and expectations of the work that is required of you, especially if you work with partners. Like for me, that has been really significant. And also knowing that I think that for me, it's also being straightforward with Hey, I can do this and this I can't. <laughs> and That's really, right. it's it's a battle within too, um, because it's like, okay, I said yes to that, and I'm the kind of person that says like, okay, I said yes to that, but I should be able to meet that expectation. And and I said this is the deadline, and then I realized, oh my gosh, I overdid it, and now I'm so full. So I have to communicate that as well. And I realized right. that um, it's a constant checking in of the self. And I know that some people would say, well, Cindy, why don't you simplify your life? Yeah, I believe that. But also, I really love doing what I'm doing. So it doesn't mean just because you love it, it's not easy. I mean, it's easy. It means that you're holding yourself to this standard <laughs> of being able to fulfill things. The reason that I'm able to do all kinds of stuff too is because it's clear what my North Star is. And knowing that, okay, that's what I want to do. I want to get to this point with what this work that I am doing. This is what I want to achieve. And therefore, I will take on, I will carry my cross. I know I will count the cost. And I will look at what I need to do so I can achieve it. So it means, you know, when I wake up in the morning, there's a certain routine that um, I experiment with uh, when I've been experimenting with the past week and it seems to be working for me uh, in order for me to really get to a place where I can say, okay, I'm able to sit down and do some work. But sometimes after a season, it doesn't work for me. <laughs> so I get, I discover a new routine. I realize that I'm different and I get to know myself even better. But I also have to explain that to others because not everyone will understand how I work. <laughs> and so be clear and forthright. I think that's all that I wanted to add, but I think I said a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right, Cindy. I mean, they're all very useful <laughs> and very Thank insightful. You. So I think the other thing really is uh, there's probably a lot of fear for some, uh, you know, yeah. in, in some cases, people that we love or people that matter to us, they 
we feel that they could also stop us from doing what we love to do or what we want to do, saying, hey, why are you doing that? That's not people, you know, just give it. They're very, very harmless remarks, but for some, you might feel that you're being questioned or they're doubting your capability or they're saying, yeah. hey, why, why are you getting out of your box? I've always known you to be, let's say, just doing this, then oh, you're doing this. Why? What's wrong? Or what's happening? So I think that's also being able to face that fear of, right. you know, what others, what other people will say. Because you're right, since at the end of the day, this is your life. We only yeah. have one life to, li- to live. I and agree. And I, I think we, we talked about this in our, in our past, past uh, podcasts about really... Uh, living our lives for ourselves and and just although we are mindful of what people are saying i think you know we just choose the people that we trust but at the end of the day if we there there's no one else who's going to be responsible for our lives so might as well and it's and it's not exactly we don't have forever in this world uh, and, no, and yeah, you know it, it, it's short so so we have to make the most out of it so if you feel that you you're more than just one thing again there's nothing wrong with just doing one thing but if you feel that there's more than just one thing for you in terms of work in terms of play in terms of your family not to say that we're condoning multiple families okay <laughs> But more of, again, doing those things which make you whole and which also help and contribute to society and to others, then then go for it. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and then yeah, just, by, exactly. just, by, just by doing it, uh, you might happily discover that those fears weren't, were just fears. They weren't really, you know, they, they, they were just figments of your imagination. Yeah. And, you know, Jose, I want to add there that you can always try. And if it doesn't work work out, then it's okay. Try something else. You might say, Cindy, I'll be investing this and that. So you can always do micro investments, you know. Like, you don't necessarily have to go all full in in one fell swoop. You can always experiment and try to experience this role or this particular career or life. Yeah. Or experience. And then see where yeah. it takes you. And if the lights are green, Keep going. But if you're questioning, you're at an orange or you feel like there's a red light somewhere, investigate it and then see. Because if you have a green light to do what you feel you want to do, you know, I would say go hard or go home. (laughs) Give Mm -hmm. it a shot. Yeah. You know, it's like I always... I always saw the doors would open when I would set my intention for something that was so aligned with myself. And when when I removed the fear, I, 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 I faced the fear and I said, okay, fear, you're here, but I'm going to courage. I'll take on the, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll take courage and move forward with the fear, carrying that fear. And whenever I would leap into those, you know, streams, I realized that, you know, I started flowing and, and the current started going a certain way and it didn't become difficult. In fact, I started hearing my voice, you know, when you're swimming or you're floating and then you could only hear yourself. And, and sometimes it's just a whisper that comes and says, yes, yeah, this is what I should be doing. Yeah. This is great. And then I just go. 
Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and experimenting, uh, talking to people. As you said, you don't really have to put in that big an investment you can borrow. Like I have an uncle, he wants to try bike, you know, road biking. Yeah. Uh, he, he didn't really have to buy that very expensive bike at the beginning. Mm, he would just borrow yeah. from his friends and then see how it goes and if he whether he enjoys it or not. Or for some, they they they're looking at a particular career or a particular thing to do instead of investing so much time probably talk to people first who are doing that thing which you love to do and ask them Uh, and you'd be surprised because a lot of people so far at least in my experience I've asked a lot of people uh, I've, I've had cases when people would just ignore my messages or would say they're too busy but I've also had a lot of cases where People would say yes, and and they and they give me that help, and and right. they give me that guidance that I need. So, and yeah. there's nothing lost, really. There's nothing lost if you approach it. If you approach it that way, I agree, Jose. And it's really like just keep trying, just experiment. You can always borrow tools. Let's say you want to get into something new, like um, you thing or you know now there's COVID so if it's something really that you use for your nose or your face yeah that's one thing but you know um, other than that really like what you said no always give it a shot try it out experiment and uh, yeah. diversify and, and, yeah and that's the spirit <laughs> of design thinking which is uh, right. one of the principles that we follow in life craft which is really yeah. exper- experimenting prototyping and and see how things work and iterating you know improving from your previous experience indeed and you know it's not anymore about chasing your dreams it's about creating your dreams it's and fulfilling them yeah, like living the life of your dreams. Yeah, it's no longer chasing. It's already living it, right? In the moment. <laughs> That's right. So I think, yeah. uh, you know, if there's any wish that we would want to have for ourselves and particularly for our audience is take stock. Are there things which you would love to do? Be- and what are those things that give meaning to your life? Because, and, and pursue that. And look yeah. at ways and how you can yeah. pursue it. Because that's the only way, I think, that we could be really, truly happy. It's not the objects. It's not the money. But it's all of these experiences and that 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 feeling that you're doing something which you love. And maybe you're also helping other people on the way. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. And, you know, Jose, for some who, like, they're happy already with their careers, I think diversification also means looking at your relationships, whether it's romantic relationships, familiar relationships, or, you, <laughs> you know, mean friends. Diverse, diversifying uh, your, we wanna... uh, diversifying your, your romantic. <laughs> no, no, no. Thanks. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Is that what you no, mean? No, I meant, I'm so sorry. Like a life portfolio. I'm just oh, no. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but you know. Yeah, but we have to clarify, <laughs> no. Cindy. We have to I be very careful. No. I have to be very careful with what I say. Okay. <laughs> there's there's yeah. your career, right? Or your work or your life's work that's there. There's also your family or your relationships or the people that fill you up, you know, when you're you know, your, your tribe. And then there's, you know, your pockets of joy and things that give you like um, hobbies that you may want to do or just some passions that you have. 
Um, and then, of course, your own health. And maybe the portfolio is related to those aspects of your life, right? right. So that there is and then life more than that. Sorry, yeah. that there, there is life to life more than just work. Because yes. there's probably many of us, and me, I'm guilty of that as well, of just looking at my life as work, when in fact there are yeah. other things, as you said. They looking yeah. at the other aspects of life. Mm-hmm. And time is one of the main factors um, that come in. And so I feel like, you know, this is really um, for this season, uh, as the year is closing, it's really a good, like you said, to take stock, look at how you spent your time and what what why time is just interesting this year. <laughs> but more importantly, um, how can you put that now uh, forward into diversifying your life and really creating a, a portfolio that is expansive, you know, that creates uh, joy for you. So thank you. Exactly. <laughs> thank you to our listeners. So, yeah. So thank you very much. And, and I think we're good for now. Yeah. <laughs> until I love our, until our ne- yeah, I love it too. So <laughs> see you in our next episode. Yeah. Thanks. So sad. bye everyone. All right. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on LifeCraft. Make sure to follow us on Instagram with our account, LifeCraft underscore crew. That's LifeCraft underscore crew. Use the hashtag MyLifeCraft to share your breakthroughs and stories about how LifeCraft made a difference in your life. We'd love to hear from you. So be sure to tune in also next week for our next episode.